You are listening to Not Your Average Podcast in the 716 with your host T and Mike on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. Allen slinging it towards the end zone. It's caught Beasley for the touchdown. What's up, everyone? I am back. It is, uh, man, I was about to say it was Tea Time with Robin, but it's not that. This is not your average podcast in the 716. I am your girl, T. Um, I do these solos by myself during the off season, but I got a special guest. I've wanted him on my show for a long time, and I'm just going to let him just do his thing. Oh, uh, yeah, man. What's going on, everybody? Uh, my name is Justice General. <clears throat> IJM17. Uh, oh, excuse me. IMJA17 MVP on Twitter. Uh, and yeah, man, I'm creative director over at Buffalo fan base. The originators Bills Mafia. T is one of my good friends in this industry, and uh, I was, uh, you know, appreciative of the invite. I do anything, anything she needs, I got her, so I'm here. Appreciate it. I really do appreciate it. I've been following you. You're also over at um, WUB. What is it? WFU or something? Oh, like WUFO. Yep. Yeah, the radio station, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how did you yeah, get yeah. how how did that work about i know this is not on the docket or whatever but oh uh, no that absolutely first of all mookie is just you know the best in the world you know mookie is mm-hmm. you know one of the best you know beat reporters in the entire country uh and really is extremely underrated <clears throat> but uh he's he's an even better guy uh right you know he after everything happened with you know my, my previous situation um he, you know, contacted me and was just like, look, you know, I got, got this network. I want you to, to help me run, you know, so we started up the network. And then eventually he was just like, hey, you know, come to the radio station. You know, <laughs> I was like, oh, why? What's going on? You know, I'm thinking I'm going up there, record them. Da, 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 da. I was like, you know, right, right. grab a mic, you know. And so <laughs> he gave me that opportunity as well. And he gave me so many opportunities. I ain't gonna lie. Mookie, look out. Mookie, look out. Mookie, look yeah. out. So I know you were um, interviewing. Um... Oh my God, Ted Washington, right? Was it Ted Washington? Yeah, yeah. We yeah. Did, uh, Ted That's pretty Washington. Dope. We did. Um, we did a couple guys actually. Uh, we had okay. Sean Merriman. Um, uh, who's the this guy? I'm, I'm uh, Manny Lawson. We have Manny Lawson. Oh, on. okay. Uh, we had a couple guys. Obviously, the, the great Ruben Brown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah. Cool. That's what's up. All right. I love it. I love it. I'll be keeping my eye on you and see what you're doing. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, it's off season and um, I wanted to get your um, your thoughts on where we're at, where the Buffalo Bills are at, how the season ended. Um, are we still chasing the freaking Kansas City Chiefs? Just like everyone else, just not just the Buffalo Bills, but everyone else. But now that the season is over, what is your takes on this season? Oh. Mm. So my take on the season is if you you look at the Chiefs and you say the Kansas City Chiefs plus Patrick Mahomes is probably 
excuse me, is mm-hmm. not probably, but they keep winning the Super Bowl. So we have no choice but to say they're the best team in the league, right? Right. Almost undisputedly now, I mean, three Super Bowls in five years is nuts. So crazy. that is the team. That is the standard. That is the top of the mountain. The greatest, uh, <laughs> the, the greatest, uh, this stretch, as far as five years, the greatest dynasty we've seen in, in the sport, right? Um, that team, every time they play us, either loses yeah, or they need overtime to beat us, right? Yeah. So if I look at our season objectively and I say the only team that could beat us even by luck is the best team of the last <laughs> of this century, right? Uh, uh, no, in NFL history. Yeah, right. Right? So if I look at it from that lens, I say, I'm not worried about it. We've got a quarterback that, that, throw, that you know, has 40 combined touchdowns over the last four seasons. Nobody in the NFL ever has done that. Think about that, team. Right? You got Brady and, and Manning. Hell, you got Mahomes and Rodgers. None of them have ever thrown or rushed for 40 touchdowns four seasons straight. Let me ask you this. Okay. You say that, and then in the playoffs, altogether, it's 52. So then you have other guys. You have um, Element, Edelman, going on podcasts and saying, well, I don't know if he can get over the hump, you know, when – when it becomes like these important times, he, yeah, yeah, he turns the ball over, like, and I'm just like, you do, and you, you know, that guys, right? They're football guys, but I'm like, are you that not in touch with the league that you think that Josh Allen is a turnover machine and the playoffs? Come on, bro. He sat down with um, Shady McCoy, and I was just like, this is insane. This is insane. Like he's getting this 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 narrative around him, and it just drives me crazy about Josh Allen, because everybody's like, "Oh, the interceptions," and stuff, but he tightens it up in the playoffs. Yeah. And, and I, I asked this question to Robin. I said, "Do you think it hurts him because he's not really involved when it comes to, like, um, going to shows and going to the honors and doing all this Pro Bowl stuff? Like, if you think he's being disrespected?" Do I think Josh means this is being disrespected? Yeah. I, <clears throat> I, I'm gonna be honest with you, T. I really don't think it's it's a ton of people that actually like watch football and like mm-hmm. understand what, what's going on. Um, and I think that the ones that do don't watch all of it objectively. Therefore, they're giving a skewed narrative to the viewing public, right? Gotcha. Joshua Patrick Allen, first of all, all right? You talk about his turnovers. The turnovers are horrendous, okay? He's terrible, mm-hmm. right? He's bad. <laughs> he's bad. He's terrible. Yeah. He's so bad, T. He's so bad <laughs> that his margin of touchdowns to turnovers was the second highest in the NFL this season. Oh, my God. Only the Dak. Dak is the only one who had a, a bigger margin of touchdowns to turnovers this season. But it just so seems like he doesn't turnovers, care. It's like Josh, like I don't care. <laughs> but why should he? Because, yeah. But hold on. But think about what I said. Like, yeah. Of, of all the inter, of all the turnovers you had this season, and then we want to complain about all of it. He still had the second highest margin <laughs> of scoring two turns. That that is nuts. So you can talk about all the turnovers, right? He still scores prolifically, right? 
He has more, 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 uh, more, more touchdowns than anybody in the NFL since he's came into the league. Uh, he has a higher margin of touchdowns to turnover than anybody since he's came into the league. And the only other person, the only team that's won more than the Buffalo Bills since he's came into the league is the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. And, and on it's, top of that, we can honestly say maybe, maybe two games, maybe two. The first game was the Jets. That cost to us a, a game. It, mm-hmm. Josh turned the ball over so much on that game. That we no, were as fans, we yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what was going on. Maybe it was the, the moment was too big for him, and I don't really think excited. it was that. It, I, yes, I think it was all of it. Um, so yeah, so when people talk about that, it's just like it, it pisses me off because I'm like, yeah, you're not. I don't, I don't expect for you to know the Buffalo Bills like us as fans know it because how we watch it and how we, you know, as content creators, we speak about it. But I do want to ask you this about Josh and this off season. What do you see? What do you want to hear and see he's doing this off season? Oh man. See now a part of my brain, you know, when I think about it, when I saw Pat roll out <laughs> and throw the ball to do, and they win his Super Bowl because Kyle Shanahan just keeps choking him, bl- him blaming his defensive coordinator is insane. And fire, can he come to? I was like, oh, yo. Word, bro, like give us Wilkes. <laughs> Sean, get on the phone, Sean. Right. <laughs> but when I saw that, when when Kyle Shanahan blew yet another Super Bowl, and you know, and the Kansas City Chiefs reaped the benefits of that, I thought in my head, I was like, I want Josh to be pissed as pissed as I am, right? Yeah, I want him to be. In the lab, twenty four seven. Right, that's what I was thought, thinking to me. And, right, you know, uh, initially, and then I thought about it, and I was like, last year he played golf. This year he was the best quarterback in the league. You could say Lamar was. I like Lamar. Lamar wasn't the best. He wasn't the best. That, okay. I already talked about. It. No, he's not. Sorry, sorry. If, if, if our season is sequenced differently, and we're not in the weirdest situation ever in NFL oh, history, where you could either it, be out of the playoffs or yep. the two seed. Josh Allen is a runaway MVP. And, yes. so and they couldn't give it to him. They couldn't give it to him because of the way we started. Yeah. They're six and six. And not only that, but the narrative. The, the, right. There was, the, the narrative was completely against Josh. And that's kind of my point about Josh is people don't watch the Bills play. That's yeah. why anytime you, you hear people talk about the Bills, they're like, well, Josh Allen's a great quarterback, but he turns the ball over and that could be the other teams a bit. They don't talk about our top three defense. <laughs> they don't talk about Stephon Diggs and, and you know, don't in a good light. <laughs> the top three in, in all purpose. Oh. They talk about none of that. They talk about yeah. Josh and his turnovers because they don't watch the games. They don't yeah. actually see what's happening. Because if you did watch the games and see what's happening, you would know that Josh was only responsible for one, maybe two losses. Yeah. Yeah. The, that's fact. I, as far as I'm concerned, Ken Dorsey sabotaged our season or at least tried his best. He tried his damnedest, didn't he? He, did. he tried his damnedest. And, and I nobody mean, takes that into accountability, or nobody takes that into account, rather. Definitely frustrating. Um, the first uh, seven games of this season was I was a frustrated fan. I mean, coming out the gate though, that first game, we just—I don't know. If, I, I felt like it's going to be one of those seasons, but I didn't think it was going to be a season where we weren't going to use, they weren't going to use their offensive players. Like Ken Dorsey, I thought was going to take, like we were kind of excited for Ken Dorsey to step up. Right. And then when things was just like, 
okay, he's not like, why is these guys all in the same? Like, why ain't nobody running routes the way they, you know, need to technically? But Stefan Diggs was still showing up. Like, okay, what happened to um, uh, Cook? Because we thought Cook was going to take a step in this offense of Ken Dorsey. That kind of never happened. And then the rookie, which we knew, we didn't know about the rookie. We knew what he can flash, right? We knew what he could see. We've seen him in college. But then the tail end of that, just imagine if we would have had um, Joe Brady with Kincaid in the beginning of the season. The jump. Oh. Or Cook right. from the jump. Right. Oh, my God. He would have had more yards. Oh, my he, God. He, yeah. He would have He would have had the rushing title. Or at least, yeah. not, if not the rushing title, the all-purpose yards title. Because yeah. you think about it, he ended up top five and really only had like a half a season's worth of production yeah. because – the beginning of the season, he really wasn't in the game plan all like that. And not only that, but he dropped like four touchdowns oh. that were all huge. So James Cook, first of all, could have had an, an even more insane year than he did. And that kind of oh. gives you a glimpse at what his potential is going forward because he's one of the best backs in the league, and that's undisputable. You, you can't say otherwise. Yeah. He can but, do it all. You know what, though? And the, and the drops seem like it was the same drops. It was the same yeah. pass. Yeah. It was the same play yeah. call. Um, but speaking of 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 changing up and being other players being involved, what does retooling? If like retooling is going to happen in this in this Buffalo Bills organization, what does that look like to you? So what it looks like to me is the Bills. First of all, Brandon Bean's a magician. He's a genius because he he was able to recognize one thing. He's like Stefan Diggs. Josh Allen, uh, up to this point, right? Tredavious White, Michael Hyde, Jordan Poyer, Matt Milano. Right. Teron Johnson, right? Those are my seven guys that no matter what, and I throw Dion in there as well, Dion Dawkins. Yeah, yeah, Those yeah. are my eight guys, no matter what. These are the, this is the core. Mm-hmm. Everything else is interchangeable. You could right, swap right. this out, swap that out, swap this out, swap that out. Now, Josh, Steph, Dion, Matt Milano, I feel like are the only four that I would comfortably say. Oh, and Teron Johnson. Teron Johnson. Yeah. Greg Russo and Ed Oliver as well now. Yeah. Okay. Seven. Yeah. So we back to seven. Right. <laughs> Where it's like, this is my new core, no matter what. Right. Um, but oh, you could also put the rookie in there. Um, okay. um, um, no, Osiris. Torrance, I like Torrance. I, like I love me some Torrance. I like where your head at. Um, <laughs> uh, so even better because now you got upwards of ten people who is like, this is my core. So you got almost an entire side of the field where it's like, these are my blue chip players. The rest we can just kind of put in and out. And that's how you get such great depth that the Bills have, where it's like mm-hmm. we can have a platoon rotation at defensive end. Because we got Von Miller and AJ Epinesa and Gregory Russo and Shaq Lawson and 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 mm-hmm. with the defensive tackles, uh, uh, Ed Oliver and um, uh, Settle Tim Settle and Daquan Jones and uh, uh, so you Phillip, think they bring Phillip, Settle Phillip. back? Well, no. My point is that they are always able to get okay, great gotcha. depth yes. because yes. they're able to keep their core and kind gotcha. of interchange everything and Puna Ford. My bad. And, yes, and Puna. And their scout, their scouting team, Brandon Bean's scouting team is amazing. Yes, They're able yes. to see uh, great talent 
in later round picks. They don't always do great with like the cut the first couple round picks. <laughs> what but, is it? The third and the fourth? <laughs> uh, no, but like the, the first and the second, they're not always like amazing, amazing. Like, you know, uh, Boogie Basham. You know, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Know. Yes. Uh Greg Rousseau didn't look amazing at first. Um, finally turning around. Kyrie Elam ain't even really getting no plans. Uh, so we'll see about but I think he will now because I, um I Butler think he is gone. Too. I actually think he'll be a really good corner, but as of right now, you objectively looking at it, you have to say that's a not a good pick, right? right. Especially when you consider Trent McDuffie of Kansas City Chiefs is just an all pro. Yeah, but so. on the back end of that, you can say he hit on um Benford. Right. And that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying. On the back end of the draft, the yeah. mid to like late in the, they fought always find dogs, right? Yeah, they you got do. a Benford and uh Matt Milano, right? You finding guys hell you uh, got um be, um Dane Jackson Bernal, um Bernard Terrell Bernard Terrell Bernard what a <laughs> way who he came out of nowhere he came out of nowhere Justice. you remember you remember the offseason when they kept saying we might have our linebacker on on the team and me and Mike okay. are saying yo you Ooh. lying to us because <laughs> I know you got Bell inspectors not there I know you didn't you're not talking about Bernard Williams I said he's a rookie so I don't know if they're going to give him the mic you know what right. I'm saying so I'm not Understanding, I said, good thing because I'm not a GM, I don't know what they're talking about, but who knew? Who knew? Who could have known? Well, that's what that goes back to the scouting department. You know, Brandon Bean's scouting department is absolutely amazing, and so that's what gives me confidence each and every year is because I have the most prolific scorer that's ever entered the NFL, uh, you know, re uh, relative to the time he's been in the NFL, right? Right? You have one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. You still have a ton of tools to use, right? Because now you look at James Cook. He's going to be one of the best weapons in the NFL. Mm -hmm. uh, Dalton Kincaid automatically next year is a top 10 tight end, if not top five, right? Yeah. Um, and then you, you go, we're definitely going to draft a wide receiver. Right. We'll see now, where everything with, with Gabe Davis. And, uh, and, and, he can uh, go. No disrespect to Gabe. No I disrespect like to Gabe. I like Gabe and I like his potential. I don't, know, I don't so. know if they're using him well though in his offense. No, 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 no. They're they're using him well. He it, it's just it's not clicking. Like he has the talent, he has the intangibles, the physicality, the size, the strength, the mentality. He's brilliant. Yeah, he's a he's a great route runner, very teachable, very coachable, uh, great leader. But it, 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 something is just the synapses yeah. are not clicking. You know right. what I mean? They're not clicking. I mean, him and Josh are not on the same page. They not especially this games. year, they weren't. Yeah, they've lost his two games because he ran the wrong route or whatever the case may be, yep. Yep. right? Or they lost the one game to Philly, and then he Philly. threw the interception in Miami because him and Gabe weren't on the same page, right? right? Um, and <clears throat> you looking at Gabe, he's looking at – if he would have had a good season this year, he was looking at making $15, 17000000 million a year. Yeah. I ain't paying him 15, I ain't paying him 15. No, but you no. not even that. You know, Brandon Bean, and I'm using the word Lucy, allows their players to go um test the free agency because sure. I'm, if you think you can get more, hey, go get more. And that's what Gabe's gonna do. He's gonna do he wants to stay, whatever, but you know what? You're gonna test the waters. I just don't want to see him go out there and ball out what one of our uh um, I'm not gonna lie, I, he, he, yeah, he probably he, he just, will. He probably it, it really will. depends on what his dollar sign looks like. Because if you could get Gabe Davis at seven million dollars a year, that's a steal, and he's it is weight wide receiver for you. Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah. Now, but if you say, "Oh, last season in Buffalo was a fluke," you know what I mean? I'm still gonna give him the twenty million a year. 
and expect him to be your number one, no. you'll get a very, very inconsistent wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. I, and also, too, I always think that I think that whole Kansas City game, that playoff game, made um, expectations for Gabe really high. It did. And we also, too, had um, – was training was camp. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And we had – um, what was his name? Oh, my God. Um, Who are you talking about? You talking about Isaiah Hodges? Oh. No, we had Sanders. And then I oh, think Emmanuel. Sanders, you know, he left. Gabe stepped stepped up, supposedly stepped up, and it, I think it wasn't there. Like it wasn't there. Expectations for Gabe was major high. I know for me it was major high for him. Um, and speaking about you know the draft and guys and GMs, um, you're gonna be a GM. I want you to be a GM. You have the first pick. You're the GM. You're the Bills Ooh. GM. Take it in. Take it in. You have the okay. chance to pick the Bills' first pick. Who are you picking? And what position are you picking? So it's one hundred percent going to be a wide receiver. <laughs> gotcha. Just because the last couple of years, right? You start off, you have Cole Beasley and John Brown, serviceable. Love Cole Beasley. Love John Brown. They did a lot for organization. I appreciate them. Right. Mm-hmm. Not going to win no championship. Right. And then you get Stephon Diggs. You you pair him with John Brown and Cole Beasley. That's cool. Ain't going to win you no championship. Emmanuel Sanders. Great, they go you no championship. Then oh, Gabe Davis, man. we thought he could be right. good, and going you no championship. So, what do you do? You get a guy coming out the draft because you look at the wide receivers, the, you know, the rookie wide receivers mm-hmm. the last couple of years, they've been going crazy. Justin Jefferson, absolute dog. Uh, Puka Nakua, absolute dog. The Jackson guy from Spencer the Rams, uh, Puka Nakua, yep, yep, yep. The Ra- no, I'm sorry, um, Ravens, my bad. Oh, What's Zay Flowers, oh, Jordan Addison. All of them bought out except Quentin Johnston in, in Los Angeles. But the Chargers sucked all around. So I <laughs> um, all of them bought out. Even Don Kincaid bought out, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. A oh, freaking uh, Sam oh, Porter. I was about to say Detroit. the dude from uh, Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of them ball out, right? Uh, J- you could go back, right? Uh, Jamar Chase, Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddle. All these dudes are coming into the league going crazy. Jameson Williams injured, yep. then gambled, and then went crazy after all that, right? Right. So, so for us, I'm looking at a couple guys. I did my draft homework early this year, T, because <laughs> okay, I ain't had it. nothing else to do. You know, our, our team was <laughs> out after you know the second round of playoffs. So. Right, right. Uh, so for me, it's a couple guys. I think we I, I picked 23, 24, something like that. We are, uh, as right now, I think 28, oh I think. God, even worse. Okay, 28. 28. Wow. But we, yeah, I think. I think. If Freak. not, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, you might be right. You might be right. All right, so 28, Marvin Harrison Jr. is gone. Mm-hmm. He's gone. Okay. Now, my fear is that there's this kid. Six feet, two hundred pounds, out of LSU, named Malik Neighbors. Oh yeah, everybody's talking about him. He uh, look, look. I knock on wood. He might be better than than, than Marvin Harrison Jr. Like really? career wise, he might actually have a better career than Marvin Harrison Jr. Depending on where Marvin Harrison Jr. goes, because I think you know systems and like and like uh, tandems can can you know make careers and whatnot. Okay, I like Malik Neighbors. If not Malik Neighbors, then I'm looking at, you know, a, a lot of guys who are really – this is a really tall draft class. As soon as you get past Malik Neighbors, everybody else is like 6'3", 6'4", 6'3", you know what I'm saying? Okay, so, what about Brian Thomas Jr.? 
Brian Thomas Jr. He is 6'4, yes. 205. I like him. Uh, I like him too. He uh great contested catches. Yeah. Um, he's long and he's fast. He tracks the ball really, really well yeah. in air, which which uh kind of it helps us because you you take a look at like Trent Sherfield. Mm-hmm. If a couple of his, you know, passes oh. this year, attempts this year go to somebody else, they probably catch him and it, it creates a completely different season, right? The way it looks. Right. Brian Thomas is going to catch the ball down. Uh, he's going to high point the ball. He's tall, like I say, 6'4", and he's a speed demon. Yes. Uh, and like I say, he tracks the ball well. And he's scramble drill friendly. So, you know, when Josh rolls out the pocket. Right, right. And, you know. Um, so another guy I like is Rome Odunze. Yeah, I heard about team. him as well. Rome, yep, yep, Rome yep, is yep. really good. Troy Franklin out of yeah. Oregon. 6'3", 187. Yeah, I promise you, when he gets to the combine, if he's not injured, he, he's going to run a sub four three. Okay. Just watching his tape on on like film, mm-hmm. he he leaves people in the dust the way Tyreek Hill do. It's it's insane. Uh, oh, wow. So I like him. I also like Keon Coleman. It's yep. a it's a lot of good wide receivers. But yeah, they said it's a lot. So we that. should, but we should. I mean, Brandon Bean has to be aggressive when it comes to wide receivers in this draft alone. And I think he understands it, and Sean understands it too, because they talked about it towards the end of the season and their pressers that they needed more explosive plays. So as as a fan, you're hearing, okay, you need a wide receiver. (laughs) That's all I heard. You need a wide receiver. Um, And to your point, because that's a great point, you look at it last year, they almost was shit out of luck, right? Because – a neighbor, uh, I'm sorry, a, a run happened where it was like, oh, Jackson Smith and Jigba came off the board. Then Jordan Addison came off yes. the board. Then Jordan, uh, Quinston Johnson came off the board, and the Bills was like, oh, shoot. All of our targets just yeah. came off the board in a row. We got to go up and we got to get uh, Kincaid. Yep. So it, it ended up working out if, for the, us. if they didn't get Kincaid, Dallas was going to get Kincaid. It was going to get Kincaid. And it's working out for us, thank goodness. But you know, they wanted one of those wide receivers initially. Yeah, they did. They did. I mean, I'm glad that it is a a heavy wide receiver, also a heavy safety, and also I think it's a heavy wide um, O line, which we don't really need O line that much. I mean, we can get some it boys. Hurt, it right, right. I'm gonna say we can get some boys back there and on the on the back end of it. But yeah, I I I guess for me too, wide receiver, I want a safety. But I also want a safety in the in the free in the free agency, although I know they don't have the money. But if you can, oh, Brandon Bean work magic, man. I'm about to say if you can <laughs> do your magic, like he, we know he can do. He's already said that he's not going to do to me splash plays, players, right? And we understand it, we get it. But we also, if you're going to let go of the safety tandem back there, duo back there, and I believe bringing one back, and I know Micah High is probably gone. And if you could bring bring Porter back, because he has uh, one more deal, right? He has one more year on his deal. Poyer? Jordan I think, Poyer. I think both their deals is up. And if not, then one of them only got one more year. It might be, it might, it might be Micah Hyde, because he did have the most recent contract. Oh, okay, okay. He thought he, he thought he was gone. Right, right, right. Resigning. Yeah. I mean, he's just yeah, Micah Hyde's gone. I mean, his wife just put out that goodbye speech or yeah, whatever. So they, they had him run out the tunnel and cry and all that. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, he's done. He's a done. Um, but yeah, I, I I can't wait. This um this draft is gonna be exciting, more exciting than it was last year. Mm-hmm. The fact that we got freaking um Osiris Torrance and he just balled out for us. Yeah, I, yeah. I was just like, wow, 
Like that was a hit. The man played every snap and only allowed maybe two or three pressures, which was great. You know, so and you're talking about a rookie wall. He didn't even hit a rookie wall, you know. So um, speaking of all of that, what does a successful season and I know it's way too early, but what does that look like for you as a fan? All right. I'm so sorry, T. Uh, real quick. Uh, you, yep. you mentioned safeties. I just wanted to I, I'm not a huge, huge fan of like any of the early safeties like Cameron Kitchens and yeah, 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 no. uh, Tyler Nubis and stuff. Not a huge, huge fan. However, I do think that they could, you know, serve a purpose in our system, right? Because we mm-hmm. do have Tyler Taylor Rapp who's coming back. Didn't look great all season, but toward the back end of the season, he started to get better a lot, like AJ Klein a couple of years ago, right? You got Christian Benford, who I actually predicted as soon as we drafted him, I was like, this guy not only is he gonna make the team, he's gonna be a starter. I said he's gonna be so a starter. So he can play season. he can play both positions. He I mean so they they thought uh, early in his rookie season, they said that they were thinking about, uh, you know, trying him out as safety, switching. Him okay. Over. So now, if you're losing one of your legendary safeties, why not, you know, kind of groom? And a he's a guy hitter, so yeah, he can hitter, tackle. Right? Groom a guy, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so now you you got, uh, you know, uh, a Christian Benford potentially a Taylor Rapp. Um, right. And then you know they love the Dean Marlos and Ray Neal type yes. of guys, right? I'm not gonna lie, Cameron Kitchens. Kind of fits that bill, right? He's okay. a hard hitter. He's got good speed. He's got good field awareness. He's good in run support. Um, he breaks on the ball in coverage, and he likes to hit people, right? So that's mm-hmm. kind of what you want to see, like a Derwin James type of guy. Right, uh, right, But right. I really like Tyler Newbin. Okay. A little bit bigger, 6'2", Hard hitter. He got quick feet, good ball skills. He's good in man coverage. He's a good tackler in the open field, which is a weakness of the Buffalo Bills. They're not okay. good one-on-one tacklers in the open field. The Bills' defense will shut everything down if they never miss a tackle. But they mm-hmm. miss tackles and they allow big gains because now there's gaps open because mm-hmm. what you were responsible for, you have now opened up Allowed, with yeah. your, uh, you know, uh, missed tackle. He could play a, a you know, a thick uh, dime and nickel. Uh, you know, it's kind of like that that role that you would like to see a a, a Taylor rap. Or like mm-hmm. a Teron Johnson playing, where it's not quite a linebacker, but you know, it kind of plays like a linebacker, right? Okay. Uh Kalen Bullock out of USC, he's even bigger. 6'3, 190. Hit boy, hit. That boy <laughs> hits. Okay. It boys is all over the field getting smacked. He's a ball hawker. Uh he reads the QB's eyes. He's a great robber at safety, I like to say. And then my favorite, my favorite at safety, he's like a probably day two, day three pick. Sione Vaki out of uh, Utah. He only six feet, only 208. He plays running back and safety. What? He had 50 tackles, two sacks, and an INT. 42 carries, 317 yards, two tutties, 11 catches, 203. Um, great concentration, great open field tackle, strong for his size. Um, Shez blocks really well. Good field awareness and vision. Obviously, you have to have mm-hmm. that if you're playing running back. Um, absolute weapon. On okay. the field, defense and offense. You see, wow. Rocky is really nice. So, gotcha. I'm sorry, that was long and convoluted. But to answer, no, you're your, good. Question, uh, to answer your question, um, what does a successful season look like, you said? Yes. So, a successful season at this point is you, you, you got to, like, you know, you, you can't have your kids coming to you and crying every night that the boogeyman is just in a closet and just won't leave them alone. Right. You know, 
That boy under the bed, he in the lampshades, he outside the wind, he's everywhere. And he's torturing our children. Yes. Um, in his name is. You know, right. So, uh, you know, that's that's what, um, that's really what I want to, is just to beat them in the playoffs. And I feel like ultimately you want to win the Super Bowl, but if you beat them in the playoffs, then that's, that is a step up. Right. Yeah, man. And you know what? It, what it? What it to me? What is? It to me is this. In order for a Josh to get from underneath, pause. Patrick Mahomes, he's going to have to beat him in the important part of the season, and the season that season is the playoffs. Like the whole talk was, get him home, have him play at home, have him play at home. Well, it happened, and then that, and then that whole kick happened. And the crazy thing about it is that I watched the Green Bay game and I was like, that rookie Green Bay kicker, I was like, please just don't let that happen into the Buffalo Bills. I said, because Tyler Bass. I made fun of him for that. But, oh, my God. Okay? Tyler Bass hasn't had a great season. Like, this, the season was just like, what the hell? The What's going on with Tyler? Season, actually. He, he wasn't good last season either. Yeah. So, I mean, they get, I don't know, they gave him the money and his leg just got limp. I don't know. And I don't know then if he's injured or something, but it, right, it, was it just, just like, it didn't seem right. Totally flip. He was guaranteed, like, we could go to the store, come back. Oh, he made it. Oh, okay, I knew it. Now it's just like, we got to sit here. We got to make sure. And then it was just, were you at that game? Because I know you do go to games. Did you go uh, to that one? No, I think. The, my star, my lucky stars, wasn't there. I didn't even. I, there was. It didn't even ponder in my mind that he could miss. And to me, I was thinking of, all right, we gotta stop Pat. Like they got yep. make forty. We gotta stop Pat wide right. I was like, like I didn't even like conceive that as a yeah. possible possible outcome. And then I was, just, I like who? There's no way that they're stopping him and getting the ball back after that. Like my defense <laughs> is is gonna be. But not even that. Just they stopped them. Like Poirier had some big plays in that. That's why they got the ball back. So, I mean, the defense was kind of rallying a little bit because prior to that, Pat was just blazing. Like our defense was, you know, our defense was our defense. I guess for me. That's right. That's how we got got that possession to be able to to, to either take the lead or go tie. That's true. Right. So for me, this season – I want my guys to be healthy. And I know it's a long season. I understand that. But the last two seasons with the Buffalo Bills have been hell when it comes to injuries. And prior to the two seasons prior before that, we were the most healthiest freaking team, organization. They got freaking awards for it. And all of a sudden now they can't stay healthy. Like every level of our defense was injured. Insane. More, They had more money off the field than they had on. <laughs> yeah, literally. You know what I mean? So I, I, for me, I just want the guys to stay healthy, as healthy as they can be. I want and, Vaughn. And, and then Vaughn was basically off the field, except he was taking the spot of somebody who, sh- who should have been on the field instead yeah. of him, while still having the money of about three or four people that was also on the field. Yes. But I was, I was happy they pulled the trigger and sat him because, you know, I can't be sat. I'm the star. And I'm happy they did it. Because maybe it shook him up and woke him up. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. That's it, that's it in a nutshell for me. I just want this team to – I don't even know if it's a hump because they have beat the Chiefs. 
I don't, I don't, I don't think it's more of a Josh can't do it in the playoffs because he has done things in the playoffs. He has, yeah. he has had what um, against New England. He has a perfect game against New England, so it's not like he can't do it. Oh, Josh, and I don't think it's a Josh, mindset. Josh's playoff, his 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 playoff uh, resume is is indisputable. It's you, crazy. you can't blame any the fact that the Bills don't have a Super Bowl. You cannot blame that on Josh Allen. You look right. at his stat line, you know, in the games uh, where the Bills have played in the playoffs, and it was almost never his fault. I don't yeah, think it's ever been true. his fault of a loss so far. That's true. That's true. Um, I was going to ask you about the free agencies and how many you think that will come back? Because I think it's 22. Jesus. <laughs> I don't want, I maybe want four back. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Let's see. I, I don't know off the top of my head who is going to got. become a free agent. Um, there's a lot of guys who I'm just like, I'm good. I'm good off of <laughs> You know, Trent Sherfield, good off Trent yeah. Sherfield. You know, I like Dante Hardy, but if he left, I wouldn't be like, oh, no, Dante Hardy's gone. Um, <laughs> so here's Ty Johnson, we got, I like Ty Johnson. We got Allen, Kyle Allen. We got Davis. Kyle we got Allen can go. Dotson. We got um, like Floyd, that. AJ Epinesa, Puna Ford, Harris, Hyde, Jackson, Jones, uh, Joseph, Lewis. Lawson, I can never say this man's name. Medvedkevich. Medvedkevich, yeah. Yeah, Murray, Phillips, Rap, Settle, and Sherfield. Golly, that's a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of contributors too. Yeah, uh, Epinesa, the, I want back. Off the top of my head, I was about to say a lot of just those guys on defensive line. Epinesa, Dequan Jones, I would like back. Dodson, I would like back. Lawson, I would like not Mark Lawson. Who's the Who's defensive that? end who came in balling this year for us? Let oh, um, Leonard Ford. He, he, he like Leonard Ford wants some money, so he might be gone. Yeah, he I said know. he's going where the money's going. So that's what he said. Yeah, he uh, might be gone. Ooh, yeah, he gone. Yeah, when you got that yeah, money yeah. for his old ass. Uh, <laughs> 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 well, I appreciate sure what he did, but I oh no, for sure. Make a I'm not everybody trying to give him the money. Absolutely. Yeah, but Dotson might be gone too because Dotson balled out this year, so he might be gone. If Dotson leave, I know I know something that Dotson leave. Because yeah. Dotson, nah, bro, like you come back. You but finally he, got an opportunity. Right. And you did well but he loves Bobby Bab Bobby Babich and um Sean McDermott. So he might just stay just for GP. Yeah, because we, we you need know? that depth, you know. And yeah. thank goodness, this is gonna sound bad, but no, not really. Thank goodness. Matt Milano got injured at, in the early part of the season, so you know he'll be healthy enough. You know, no, no that's for real. That's real talk. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I can't wait to see him in um, um, Bedford, not Bedford, Bernard play together. Yeah, they're going to be was, crazy. They was looking like all pros together. Hell yeah, you know, starting. Yeah, they definitely were. Um, but that's all I got for you. I really appreciate you coming on the show and um, gracing me with your knowledge. And I love the I, I love the fact that you know ball like you know ball and you don't hold it back and i understand and i i love it so um tell everybody where they can find you yeah i appreciate that and what you, you're doing uh, yeah absolutely so right now you know just trying to retool prepare for uh next season um and yeah man just i guess trying to 
<laughs> get a break or whatever uh, by not potting. I haven't potted in a while. It actually feels good. I miss it a little bit. Um, but you know, just just retooling for next season. You know, starting on our our draft coverage and okay. you know, uh, looking at tape on players and seeing who would be you know a good fit to help retool our team. Um, mm-hmm. And trying to be right, trying to make sense. You know what I mean. Right. But again, thank you so much. Um, you guys, you can find us. Uh, well, yeah, you can find us. I got Tea Time with Robin on Thursdays, every other Thursday. And then I have Not Your Average Podcast and 716 with Mike every other week. Shout again. out to Mike and Robin. Yeah, right. Um, again, you, I feel you. We taking breaks, too, because it's a grind. And sometimes you get tired of talking and listening to your own voice. So yeah, we are taking a break as well, but I'm still going to have people on the pod. So again, I appreciate you coming on. Thank you guys. This is not your average podcast in the 716. I am your host T and we are out y'all, but it's always go bills. Go bills. All right. My girl came in and, This has been Not Your Average Podcast in the 716 with T and Mike, only on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Hey, everything on three. Number three. One on one, one on three, one, two, three. So that gets me going, man. Do me a favor. Say a prayer, the typical one. Go Bills. <laughs>